Ma'am Jones' point of view. I think I pulled the bag with my clothes for the next 13 or 12 days by now to that girl's apartment. Tim's phone was renamed. I really need to remember that name. I went to open the door I got the key to her apartment. Opening the door I met with silence again. If this was like the last time again, I'm not gonna do this. I look around and find her nowhere. So, she's probably out. Good thing nothing happened again. Okay, let's try to see what is up here. Looking thoroughly around, maybe I will find some clues. So I went to her bedroom. I tried to make the room as dark as I could. But I saw nothing. There was rarely any light. There wasn't even a thing in the corner of the room. It probably just wants her. But still it felt like the room went way colder. Feeling the shiver run down my spine. Who put out that heater? My eyes by now got used to the dark, so I saw the little fog forming when my breath hit the air. Weird, but there were weirder things. So I went and put on the light again. Everything was normal for so far. Well, except for the breath that hit my neck. I'm pretty sure that I'm alone here. So maybe. I slowly turn around to see nothingness, even though I still feel the breath on my neck. Only turning my head, I see something that I still cannot describe with words. Black. It is just completely black. Like it was burned in a way. It isn't something very harmful, but yet, a description is still not it. Creeping slowly covered screamed in my face, making me close my eyes. The breath was smelly and I just wanted it to stop. The next thing I knew was that a harsh gust of wind made me stumble back. Opening my eyes back up, I saw nothing, not even the breath I felt. Good thing is that it just wants to scare me away. This wasn't the thing that is haunting her. More like an illusion that it created now it is feeding on her. I went out of the room, turning the light out. I shut the door closed. So I went to the bathroom. I went to the small mirror above the sink. There was something weird about it. Touching it, it made little waves. Like when you touch water. Seriously? This is all this thing can do? This is not going to scare me away. Once it stopped, I saw my blank expression on his face. So this is all you have got, huh? I asked into the silence. Yeah. This whole thing made me like so tired. Why does it cry when I'm not scared anymore? You should know by now that you can't mess with me. Demons, evil spirits, whatever you are. I mumbled under my breath. Maybe I need backup. Pulling out my phone, I quick dialed the number, like the only number I got. During the beeping, I waited for the other person to pick up until I heard the familiar shift when someone picked up. There was nothing except the heavy breathing heard through the phone. I was too lazy to talk, so I waited for the other to speak. Still nothing. Did he even pick up? Yeah, I called and heard the beep check it from the rear end. Sorry, sorry. This is how I try to pick up the phone from now on. I don't scare people. He told me and I shook my head. This is serious. Anyways, I need your help. I need to destroy some mirrors. Bring two hammers. Wait, no response since you will break everything over anyways. Saving your bones. I told him. That's right. I heard him mumble. But he proceeded to talk anyways. Okay, I will come and bring two hammers. Good, I will send you the address. I will probably sleep though by 
With that, I hung up and sent him that dress. I put the phone in my backpack and thought about the task I have to do. Before this, though, I need to sleep. Like, seriously? Laying down on the couch, I quickly fell asleep. Fever spirits won't do anything to me, and with that, I lay down. Time skip. Waking up with a start to a frantic knocking and an annoying voice calling out. I looked around and realized I'm not at my apartment. I walked up to the door to reveal my short skank, wore a mask and held in both hands a hammer. I knew he would try to scare me. Did he try to be Jason from Friday the 13th again? Raising an eyebrow, he just shrugged, walking in and taking off the mask. He laid it down on a small table, handing me a hammer. So, what is the case? He asked and I turned to him. A girl maybe a few years younger than me got a limited amount of time to life, only 13 days. This is her apartment. I told her I will break every mirror. But you know me, Jungi. I'm lazy so I need help from my genius friend. Although you are lazy too. A little more than me, but yeah, I need your help. I explained him and he nodded. So you live here, I'm going to feed you? Really? Jungi raised one eyebrow. Hey, at least I don't answer the phone without saying anything and then breathing deep into it. I started, and Yungi just shrugged. Also, it is better than cooking myself. I told him, now shrugging. Okay, enough talk, let's just break all the mirrors, okay? Yungi said, and I nodded. I took a hammer and walked straight to the mirror that was in the bathroom. Raising my arm up, I swung the hammer at the mirror, making it shatter to the sink. I turned around to see Yungi standing there. So, do we pick the shards up or not? He asked and I shook my head. If we pick up the shards before seven hours are over, it's so called bad luck for one of us for seven years. We need to let them be for seven hours. I explained and walked to the full body mirror that hung on the wall next to the shard. The one I thought was destroyed, but was still intact. Raising my arm again, I made the mirror shatter. The shards falling to my feet. Okay, I don't trust you with this, Mr. Exorcist, Yungi said, and followed me out of the bathroom. I went to her bathroom and turned on the light. What is this? Yungi asked, stepping to the blinds I hung before the windows earlier. Shrugging, I walked to the full body mirror that she had in her room. Why does she have so many mirrors? Is that normal for girls? The blinds were smooth, said something. I thought maybe I could see the demon that is haunting her, but all I get was that he wants to scare me away. I said and went to look more around the room, still nothing out of the usual. A young woman's room. Pictures here and there of her and her friends, some abandoned clothes, a study table with a chair. Really normal. I motioned for Yungi to help me with this mirror, which he did, but the hammer flew out of his hands and put a little dent on the wardrobe. Wow. I groaned. Great. I'll probably have to pay for that. We looked through all the other rooms and saw no hint of a mirror, until I came to a halt in the halls in front of a small mirror. I smiled knowing this one had to be destroyed too. Jeez, what a slew of mirrors it seems. I swung my arm and the mirror shattered. Then it came a muffled scream from somewhere. I jerked my head and threw the and thought the voice was familiar. It is Jinso. Did I hear the scream coming from inside the mirror when it shattered? 
Okay, do get a clean that someone is already there to help you. 